With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable when it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit contains eight essential medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, and z Rest easy knowing that their chief medical team, including Dr. Peter McCullough, stand behind every kit. Visit twc.health slash Prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Don't take chances. Secure your family's health today with The Wellness Company. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. All right, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in to the program, 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776 is the number to call in. First off, I want to thank Dennis and Sue for the opportunity to fill in once again. Alan Estrin, uh, for giving me the call. Really appreciate you. That is the uh, producer. I have Sean McConnell in my ear. And Leslie, thank you so much. Leslie uh, is on the lines today. 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776. Just first off, the breaking news, if you've not yet heard, is that the Speaker of the House, Kevin uh, McCarthy, has decided uh, to launch a formal inquiry into the Biden administration, into Joe Biden, into Robert L. Peters, into J.R.B. Ware, into Robert Ware. Those are the pseudonyms that uh, Joe Biden used uh, to sell out his country. Uh, So that is great breaking news, in my opinion. That does not mean that there will be a formal impeachment, but an impeachment inquiry will allow uh, the House to dive deeper into some of the material that the Biden administration and all of his cronies have been attempting to hide. Uh, So they're getting a little more serious, and I think this is absolutely needed. Uh, Honestly, I think the left is happy about it too. I think in America, I'm sad to say this, but I believe it's true. And I think most of you that are listening to the program today would believe the same. And that is we are dealing with an anti-American president. And I don't say that to be bombastic or hyperbolic. I I simply believe that's true. I, I don't believe that Joe Biden and those that are serving in his administration have an allegiance to this country. Hat tip Daily Wire. I'm just going to go over the headline. I'll be back on radio later this evening where I'll go through this in great detail. I want to deal with something else today, something a little different on Dennis Prager's show. But let me just go through a couple of headlines. Biden gives Iran access to $6 billion in a prison swap. Five Americans for five Iranians. Uh, there are no details. We don't know who these Iranians are, but I would assume uh, that w- if we have the Iranians in custody, that they're probably linked to some form of terrorism. Uh, they did this. They made it official. They've been talking about it in the media media for probably a week or two, uh, but it was uh, made official um, made official yesterday on 9-11. That is the same day, obviously, that we commemorated the 22nd anniversary of the attack on the Twin Towers, on New York City, on America. And Biden had the audacity to not show up. Uh, he sent uh, he sent Kamala Harris there where she stood between the nanny of New York, 
Governor Governor Hochul uh, and Mayor Eric Adams. I'll talk to you about Mayor Eric Adams some, uh, both in this show and later on. Very, very important. I want to I want to offer this to you today. I want to offer this thought to you today. I, I, again, I want to do something a, a little differently than uh, than many of your talk show hosts are doing uh, right now. Uh, but Democrats know where they want to take the country, or I'll put it this way. Democrats know what they want to vote for. Republicans know who they want to vote for. Let me say that again. Democrats know what they want to vote for or where they want to take the country. And Republicans know who they want to vote for. And I got to tell you, I believe that is why we are losing at large. Now, now before you get all hot and bothered, this isn't a jab at any of our GOP primary uh, candidates. Frankly, this is a challenge for us to look in the mirror. This is what this is. Democrats know what to vote for. Republicans know who to vote for. That's why I'm convinced even if we do win win an election, unless we have a cultural mind shift change in the United States of America, we will be this very same country within just a matter of years and perhaps even worse off because I do believe that pendulums will swing or the pendulum will swing the opposite way. I do believe that rugged individualism is going to make a comeback, or at least I'm praying that that is the case, and we'll talk about that some. But I think where I'd like to lead off, and I'm going to talk to you about several things during the course of this program. I'm going to talk to you about 10 Steps to Save America, hat tip to uh, Victor Davis Hanson. All right, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about citizenship, what it means to be a citizen. How do you remain a citizen rather than a serf? I'm going to talk to you about the three M's of citizenship, and that equals marriage. <laughs> that <laughs> that equals a mortgage. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting the third. Oh, and middle class, marriage, mortgage, and middle class. That's how we re- retain a citizenship in this country. So I want you to write that down. Those are the three M's. Those are the three M's. And 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 guys, I'm fluent. I'd like to say that, uh, you know, that that I'm brilliant and I, that I'm not. Well, <laughs> I am brilliant. All right. But uh, that uh, that I'm not as ADD as I am. All right. Where I can just I, I'll, I'll hit a topic and God, ha- my mind works in a different way where sometimes I hit a topic. God will bring something else to my mind or, or and I'll try to tie those topics in. So this show will be a little fluid today. All right. So one eight Prager seven seven six one eight Prager seven seven six. But I want to talk to you about individualism, the worth of the individual. Again, I want to talk to you about being a citizen over being a serf. And then we're going to talk about 10 ways that we can save the country. And, of course, I'll bring you the breaking news as it goes. This is very important. I'm going to do something a little differently. And I hope to honor uh, Dennis Prager in, uh, in doing this. I want to start with this. I actually want to start 
with the column that Dennis Prager has written this week. Go to DennisPrager.com. You can check out all of his columns there. Uh, PragerTopia.com is another place you can you can go to check out his podcast, check out his show, Uninterrupted. Alan Estrin, I believe, even has notes there. And, of course, you guys know of the ministry that is PragerU. So make sure you check out PragerU.com, the ministry that is fighting back against the cultural Marxists and the fascists that are trying to overtake this country. Again, the number to call in one eight. Prager 776. Hat tip Dennis Prager. If liberals voted their values, America would be saved. He writes this. The greatest reason for the existential threat to America posed by the woke, uh, by the woke, the progressive, the left, is that liberals vote for them. If liberals voted for their values, the left wing destruction of every American institution, the American Medical Association, the medical profession generally, the universities, high school and elementary schools and the military, among many others, could not happen. Dennis writes, this is the American tragedy in a nutshell. The left votes its values. The right votes its values. Liberals do not vote their values. Liberalism has almost nothing in common with leftism, yet virtually every liberal votes for the left. So the question that I will pose to you and that I want you to marinate on as we go through some of these topics, how can we change that? Now, right away, right away, you guys are thinking 2024. Right away, you guys are thinking candidate. And that is part of it, all right? Obviously, that's part of it. But that's not the end all or the be all. Dennis continues, liberals believe in racial integration. The left believes in racial segregation. And I know if you've listened to me on this program before, we've talked about this before, but I'm going to tie it all in together. And I'm going to try to make it make sense. I'm going to talk to you about how we can save America, not just in one election cycle, but long term, long term. Again, I want you to remember something, marriage mortgage, middle class, marriage, mortgage, middle class. We'll get to that. Liberals believe in the ideal of colorblindness. The left rejects the ideal of colorblindness. In fact, the left claims the very term colorblind is racist in its rights. The left maintains that all whites are racist, but liberals don't believe that or no liberals do. He writes liberals have always believed in America without ignoring its flaws. The left believes America is and has always been a fundamentally immoral country. Liberals have always believed in free speech, which by definition includes hate speech. The left, on the other hand, does not believe in freedom of speech. There is no example in history from the French Revolution to the Russian Revolution to the contemporary American campus of the left not suppressing dissent. I'll be back with more. This is Carl Jackson and for the great Dennis Prager. Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop at the pillow. Mike also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. These sheets look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for overall health. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's latest deal is the sale of the year for a limited time. You'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets, marking prices down as low as $29.98, depending on the size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Podcasts Square, and use the promo code Prager. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, 
but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow kitchen towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-761-6302 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code Prager. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. I'll get to your calls as soon as possible. Please be patient with me. Democrats know who, uh, I'm sorry, Democrats know what to vote for. Uh, They know where they want to take this country. Republicans know who they want to vote for. And I believe that makes all the difference in the world. Carl, you are just making something up. That sounds so stupid. Hopefully, uh, by the end of the show, it won't. Hopefully, it'll make sense. I am not convinced that one election is going to save America, but I am convinced that if all of us get on the same page, uh, and if all of us can persuade those that are liberal, uh, those that are in the middle, those that are moderate, those that are not paying attention, those that are relatively ad- agnostic, why America is such a great country, I think we can win it back. And there are ways in which to do that. First off, I would say that our argument should start with this concept. This word I kind of hate using sometimes because I think it's worn out, but it's love. I believe that I believe that conservatism or constitutionalism is compassionate. And I've expressed that many times before. I believe that I, I believe that the left does not love their fellow man. I, 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 I simply don't believe it. Leftists. Now, liberals do. And, and I'm not saying leftists even amongst their own family members. I'm sure they love their own family members. But in general, I'm talking about leftists that are in powerful positions, elitists, if you, if you will. Uh, they don't love their fellow men. And I believe that their policies show that or display that. That isn't the case for conservatives. That isn't the, the case for constitutionalists. I believe that our policies show that we love people and it shows that we love the individual. The left hates that. The left hates that. The left hates the concept of the individual, but the individual is so important because God ordained man and woman. God ordained the individual. Uh, God, uh, the individual is some, uh, it, it, the individual or focusing on an individual proves that you love individual people as opposed to this idea of this, uh, you know, communism, all for one, one for all, 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 all this kind of nonsense that they preach. We, as constitutionalists, we love the individual. We realize that every individual is created in the image of God, and therefore we withhold, we uphold, rather, and we fight for policies that build up the individual because we we realize that every individual is important. Every individual is important. The left doesn't see people in that way. That's why they try to divide us amongst groups. I go back to Dennis's columns. He contain or his column rather. He continues. Liberals have always been in the forefront of those supporting Israel. The left is anti-Israel and supports Israel's enemies. Can you see? Can you say Iran? I I, I don't know what the fascination is with Obama and Biden and Iran. These are these are people that are I mean the biggest state sponsors of terror worldwide. And I suspect that Joe Biden didn't want anything to do with the commemoration or the memorial or the memory, if you will, of 9-11, because he has a different idea of who America's enemies are, because I think he is, again, anti-American. He doesn't want to be reminded of the Islamic jihadists. Tulsi Gabbard wrote a fabulous column on this. The Islamic jihadists that tore into those twin towers. He he doesn't want to think about that. 
There's new terrorists, you see, under this anti-American president, perhaps even more so, at least the, the people under him, even more so than Barack Obama. And I believe that Barack Obama was anti-American, but this guy is taking it to another level. Although Obama did lay the foundations for him, and obviously Obama's administration lives on in the Biden administration. I continue with Dennis Prager's column. Liberals have always supported capitalism, knowing that there is no other economic system that maintains liberty or lifts vast numbers of people from poverty. The left believes capitalism is evil. Liberals regard the flag as a symbol of freedom. The left regards the national flag as a symbol of racism and colonialism. And that is so true. I happen to be surrounded by liberals in the current neighborhood, a leftist, I'm sorry, in the current neighborhood that I live in. Some liberals, but some leftists too. The left supports giving hormone-blocking drugs to prepubescent uh, children who say they are the opposite sex, removing the healthy breast of teenage girls and young women who say they are boys and castrating boys who say that they are girls. The left fights for the right of men who say they are women to compete in women's sports. Liberals don't. The left, the list of liberal leftist differences is almost as long as left wing positions, Prager writes. So the question is why? Why do liberals vote left given that the average liberal has so much more in common with most conservative positions than with most left wing positions? And he argues that there are three primary reasons. Number one, one is that the average liberal has no idea what the left is doing in the country. That sounds so crazy, but I'm telling you they do not. This is why I've been saying on radio constantly, conservatives, we are living in a different cycle. And I think a lot of conservatives, constitutionalists are making the mistake of believing or thinking that we're in the 2016 or 2020 election cycle. I have never seen polls that's disgraceful. And I'm not saying the polls aren't accurate and where they're placing people, but the numbers are woefully inaccurate. The reason why? Because so many more people are checked out in politics than they typically are. If you go back and look at some of the numbers in 2020 uh, and in, uh, in 2016 and even in 2022, people are checking out. So it makes sense that a lot of liberals even don't even know what's going on. They don't even know what's going on. The only people that are being polled are the most ardent political followers. That's it. Everybody else is not checking in. And you have a bunch of pollsters out there that are trying to make money, that are trying to reestablish their credibility, uh, offering us these polls that really, listen, all that matters is that you show up for your candidate on primary day and in the general election. That's all that matters. I would say don't pay attention to the polls, at least not the national polls. The national polls are, are a complete and utter joke. I really can't believe that conservatives cite national polls. It's the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. It, it, it really is. It, it, it's getting me sick. It, it's getting me sick because I think, I think conservatives are falling into a trap. So Prager writes, one is that the average liberal has no idea what the left is doing in the country. Whenever I relate a left-wing action or position to liberal friends or relatives, they almost all say, quote, that's crazy, 
close quote, and thereby dismiss the action or position as that of a handful of weirdos. Most liberals, he says, have no idea what leftists are doing to deprive children of their sexual innocence. Ask any liberal in your life if they know what, quote, drag queen story hour, close quote, is, or that professors have to take oaths committing themselves to DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, in order to obtain or retain employment. In fact, I suspect few liberals even know what DEI stands for. Liberals read only the New York Times or the Washington Post or some other major urban newspaper, and they only watch CNN and listen to NPR. Therefore, liberals know almost nothing about the left. I'll wrap this up when we get back, and then I'll make my point. Marriage, right? The mortgage, the middle class. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. Again, that number, 1-8-Prager-776. I'll get to some of the breaking news again. Uh, the McCarthy has announced, Speaker McCarthy has announced a formal impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden, also president, also known as President Robert L. Peters, J.R.B. Ware, <laughs> Robert Ware, and whatever other pseudonym he was using to sell out our country. We are dealing, in my opinion, with the first anti-American president, or uh, I struggle with he and Obama. At first, I was putting Obama at the very top uh, as the first anti-American president. Uh, but this Biden administration, man, this guy, I know he isn't completely there. But when he first got into office, there were times where he was lucid and he said that he wanted to be basically more progressive uh, than FDR. So he seems to be fulfilling that. So, again, this is great news, in my opinion, uh, that Speaker McCarthy announces a formal impeachment inquiry into uh, Joe Biden. Uh, we will see what they will do with the uh, spending budget. Will there be a shutdown, so on, et cetera? I'm predicting there won't be, uh, but nonetheless, we'll wait and see. Let's see how the Republicans leverage that, if they do at all. There's already talks that they won't. Uh, but uh, that is our current Republican Party. Sadly, uh, Democrats know what to vote for. We know who to vote for. And so we get nowhere except we win one election and then we get stuck. And uh, that appears to be where we are yet again. Uh, so, again, the primary reasons that uh, that liberals vote for leftists is they simply don't know what's going on. And and I'm honestly, I know somebody that is a far far leftist, a straight up commie. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you say. This person only subscribes to CNN, MSNBC, NPR, and they are the most radical person. And they don't even realize they're radical. That's what's scary. They don't even realize they're radical. They believe that they're loving. But they're not loving. The second reason that Prager writes about is most liberals have chosen to believe that the Democratic Party is still the party of JFK. They are fooling themselves, he writes. It is the party of AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, George Soros, and teachers unions. The third reason that liberals vote leftist basically is liberals have been brainwashed from their youth to believe that Republicans represent the rich and that uh, right is synonymous is uh, with fascists. He uh, he concludes uh, the opposite is true. The Democratic Party, uh, they reflexively vote for 
for that represents the interests of the wealthy, and that is stealthily and steadily imposing fascism, the merger of state and corporate power. For these reasons, it is the nice liberal who is enabling the vile left to destroy the country many liberals still love. And so I want to go to this concept, if, if you will, this idea, how do, we, how do we save America? Well, it starts with identifying what it means to be a citizen. And what makes citizenship in America, or at least what made it at one point in time, is marriage, mortgage, and the middle class. And mortgage, by mortgage, I mean home ownership. And I want you to understand how the left is trying their best to destroy all of these. And I'll show you ways in which they are doing it. Hat tip to Victor Davis Hanson. Before I do that, I do want to take a call. Tom has been waiting patiently. Tom is in Glendora, California. Tom, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. And by the way, if you want to call into the program, you could do so. one prager 776 I'm sorry, Tom. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Thank you so much, Carl. You are a joy to listen to. You're a patriotic Christian. You really love God. I I can't thank you enough for fighting to save the country. And you talked earlier about love. And we go back to George Washington, our first president. He was so into God, and it's no uh, accident that our Constitution is based on what Dennis called the American uh, Trinity on all of our coins, in God we trust, huh. freedom, e pluribus unum. And in God we trust has profound implications. It means that we depart from our inherently selfish human nature, which is all about us, me, 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 my ego. Sure. And we, we accept Jesus, and, and he becomes our, our guide. He takes us over in the best possible sense, uplifts us, and we become vessels, messengers, conduits of Jesus. I say this a little prayer right. to crush my ego. Lord, my Tom, ego is waiting. Tom, thanks for the call. We just ran out of time. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776 is the number to call in. Also, guys, you can check out PragerTopia.com for the show's podcast and also get some of the show notes as well uh, from Alan Estrin. And make sure you check out PragerU.com, five-minute videos that are changing the world. Although I must admit, I was heartbroken to find out that Amala Epinobi is uh, moving on from PragerU. But listen, they will be in contact, uh, and she's going to be doing her own thing, and she's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, PragerU produces some amazing talent that are uh, fighting the cultural war, fighting back against cultural Marxism. Uh, So make sure uh, you check out PragerU. Uh, You can follow their talent there and everything that they're doing. Five-minute videos that are changing the world. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. All right, so how do we fix this? How do we fix this? If liberals voted their values, then America would be saved. How do we convince liberals that they're not leftists? We have to start fighting again 
for the things that we believe in. We have to start fighting for the things that what uh, the things that make America great. And we have to explain these, whether it's through story or honestly, sometimes you have to have a heart to heart one on one conversation with a family member or neighbor. That is the way we're going to win back the culture. I'm sorry. I wish I could say that it's going to happen in one election. Now, one election, and I do believe 2024 is the most important of our lifetime. It is huge. I'm not minimizing that whatsoever, so please don't get the the wrong impression. I'm just telling you that it is not enough. It is not enough. The culture has been corrupted. The institutions have been corrupted. I used to talk about and uh, write about uh, political analysis with a biblical worldview. I'm not even convinced that most Christians could understand some of the things that I used to write about and speak about, let alone conservatives, let alone liberals. And obviously, uh, actually, I take that back. I think leftists might. I think leftists might. Why do leftists hate the individual? Why do we value the individual? Why do we love the individual as opposed to the leftist that sees us as the oppressed versus the oppressor, so on, etc.? And I'll get into that. We love individualism because individualism gives every single one of us free will. It gives us free will. It says that Carl Jackson can do what he chooses to do says that Dennis Prager can choose what he does, uh, what he chooses to do in life. See what I did there, Sean? I equated myself to Dennis Prager. That's a very important skill in radio. All right, so, uh, so th- that's what individualism does. Free will. Free will is important. When you have big government, big government wanting to take away your free will, it's uh, essentially what they're doing is taking away your ability to be and to thrive as an individual in America. That's what the left wants to do. That's what they're about. Individualism, free will. Very important. Number two, the reason why individualism is so important is because you have a responsibility before God. And the way that you behave, you have a responsibility before God. See, the left wants you to believe that your responsibility is owed to President Robert L. Peters, a.k.a. Joe Biden, or big government. Or to John Kerry and all this climate nonsense. That is not where your allegiance lies. That is why it is so important. By the way, Tom, I'm sorry we ran out of time. You didn't get to finish your prayer. That is totally my fault. I just missed the clock. So forgive me for that. Number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. But we all have a responsibility before God. And this is why the left is so, they, they hate God. They hate religion. They hate the evangelical Christian. They hate the they hate the Jew. They hate the Catholic. They hate the people of faith. The leftists do anyway. Because we put God before government. And as long as we put God before government, we understand the power of the individual and the 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 responsibility that every individual has, both to God and to his fellow man. When you respect the individual, the individual that's created by God, you're going to behave differently than a leftist would when it comes to your neighbor. The leftist is going to say, listen, go ahead and go get some welfare. And what I'm going to do is steal from your neighbor, is steal from your neighbor in order to help you out. And I'm like, hold up, homie. You just pickpocketed me. Whereas the constitutionalist, whereas the conservative, whereas the individual that 
that has been given a responsibility from God to take care of his fellow man is going to hear a story and going to discern, wait a minute, is this dude crazy, a thief? Can this dude get up off of his butt or do I need to lend this brother a hand? That is the power of the individual. That is the responsibility that government wants to take away from you and you should not allow them to do it. I'm telling you right now, if you're going to save this country, you better start appealing to the liberal. You better, even the ones that are sitting next to you in the pew, you've got to start pulling on those heartstrings, but you've got to be sincere. You've got to be real. The left, and dare I say the Democrat Party, because I believe they are synonymous, they hate the individual. They love class warfare. They love identity politics. I'll get into that after the break. Carl Jackson in for the great Dennis Prager. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. I'm so honored to have the opportunity uh, to do so. We're talking about uh, the the power of the individual, the importance of the uh, of the individual, also ways in which the left is trying to take away your freedoms, ways in which we can fight back. We went over the article uh, that Dennis Prager uh, wrote. The, his latest article is up at DennisPrager.com, uh, and it is entitled, if, if Liberals Voted Their Values, America Would Be Saved. And what we're trying to figure out here is how do we convince liberals to vote their values? Because they might be your neighbors. They're Americans. They're people that love America. But they really believe that uh, uh, they really believe that by voting Democrat, they're empowering their neighbor. They're uh, they're 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 making the country better. And they simply are not. And many of these people simply don't even know what's going on. Ask them. I dare you. I kid you not the way that big tech has been working. By the way, I need some of you guys. If you're on Facebook, I need you to bombard Facebook and follow me. The Carl Jackson show. I have been stagnant there forever, and I know it's simply because there's some posts. If I do nicey nice, I get a lot of you know clicks. If I don't, if I say something semi controversial, um, like you know, Biden inflation, you know what I mean, <laughs> then it doesn't go as far. The only way we push past that is if you follow, if you share. So I need you guys to follow me on social media, I would appreciate that. But we went over Dennis Prager's uh column. And uh, and again, it's entitled if liberals voted their values, America's uh, America would be saved. And he listed uh, the primary reasons, the three primary reasons why liberals uh, uh, don't vote their values. And they one is they simply don't know what's going on. Second, they believe that their party, uh, the Democrat Party, is still the party of JFK rather than AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And then third, liberals have been brainwashed from their youth to believe that Republicans represent the rich uh, and uh, the right. And that is synonymous with fascists and that uh, nothing could be further from the truth. Liberals know you. They know who you are. Uh, Now you have to be able to connect the dots with them. You're going to have to speak to people one on one. You're going to have to get involved in the elections, but you're going to have to argue from a point of love. No. And when I say that, I mean Listen, I don't mean be a wuss, all right? I, 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 I mean being able to confront people in a loving way and say, wait a minute, have you thought this through? Wait a minute, these positions 
or more loving for that particular individual, so on, etc. I don't believe that liberals believe liberal values or leftist values. I don't. I, let me put it this way. Uh, that's the wrong way. To, that's the wrong way to put it. I don't believe that leftists live their values behind closed doors. I don't. I believe that leftists live conservative values and then they want to impose leftist values on you. What? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sincerely believe that. I want you to watch the elites. Don't watch what they say. Watch what they do. They don't live out their leftist worldview. They don't, at least not behind closed doors. Now, they do when it comes to religion, so on, etc. Uh, some of these global elitists, they definitely do because they want to kill us and all this kind of stuff. So in that sense, they do. But when they close the door, they want a wife, they want the family. Uh, they do the traditional things behind closed doors. And then they want to impose these ideas, these radical ideas that they have on you. It's the weirdest thing. So they want you to be leftist while they live conservatively. You ever thought about that? It is the strangest thing. So don't listen to them. Don't do what they say. Do what they do. That's very important. The other night I had the opportunity to be on a Twitter space, um, basically a call with Enrique Tario. Does that name ring a bell? Enrique Tario and many of you, maybe some in this listening audience, were on that Twitter space as well. There were nearly 2,000 people on that Twitter space at the time that I was on it. And Enrique Tario, this guy is a true American. This guy is the epitome, is the epitome of a patriot, a true American, and quite frankly, just an amazing guy. He was sitting, had been sitting in a jail cell for two years, waiting to be transferred to federal prison after being sentenced to 22 years. And it, this was the weirdest thing, because, because I was just sitting there. I didn't spend near that amount of time in jail. But I was sitting there thinking about his plight and thinking that, oh, my Lord, this guy, if nothing happens, is going to have to spend 20 more years in prison. And that's absolutely insane for nothing. He wasn't even at or in Washington, D.C. But what struck me, what made me think, this guy is amazing. This guy is amazing. He did a couple of things. He, he did a couple of things that absolutely fascinated me. But I was even more fascinated by the response of some in the audience because it is almost like it went over their heads, and I think because they wanted it to. I really feel like the conservative movement has gotten so touchy-feely uh, that we forget what time it is, yet we write columns on what time it is. It, it is it, it is the weirdest thing. He sat there and said something I hope is wrong. I hope is wrong. And this was the second time I've heard him on one of these Twitter spaces after his conviction, frankly. And in both occasions, he warned, guys, um, I don't know how else to say this, but to be blunt about it, basically, um, Trump is going to be convicted and Trump is going to go to jail. Basically, Trump is going to be my cellmate. And everybody's wondering about Secret Service. And the, basically, he was talking about the corruption of the, of the left and the things that they were doing. And like, no, they're going to make it happen. I hope he's wrong. I, I, I hope he's wrong. But it's almost as if the audience refused to hear him. He said it again. He must have said it two or three times. And some in the listening audience refused to hear him. 
It was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. Another thing that he said, this is why, you know, the guy is a straight up patriot. TarioFamilyFund.org. By the way, TarioFamilyFund.org. Help fight for that man's appeal. Help fight that. Help fight for him to get out. But another thing that he said, and this is, I, I was like, ah, I hope, I hope I could be half the man that guy is. One of the things that he said was, guys, I'm so disappointed, and I'm paraphrasing here. I'm so disappointed because I'm afraid the left got what they wanted with me. And they're doing the same thing to Trump. His words, again, paraphrase. The left got what they wanted. We're so distracted. We're so distracted by J6 that we're not talking about Biden, that we're not talking about inflation, that we're not talking about gas prices, that we're not talking about the way that people can no longer afford to live the American dream, that we're not talking about the rule of law, that we're not talking about issues that matter. All that people can think about is J6, uh, uh, J6 and, and the right being these right wing terrorists and so on, etc. This man, while sitting in the belly of a prison cell, was sitting there warning the people for God's sakes man talk about the man that is destroying the country and I'm ashamed to say there were so many on that call that didn't get it this is the conservative movement today I'm sorry to say it his hope his hope was that people would start, this is how unselfish this man was. His hope was that people would stop focusing so much on that and start focusing on the man, the anti-American in the White House and his policies because he believes that if we do that, then we can win in 2024. And if we win in 2024, his freedom is coming. That's what he's holding on to. That's a patriot. That's an individual. That's an individual that believes he has a responsibility before God, before his country, and before his fellow man. And I got to tell you, I was mad at some of the people on the call. But I also have to tell you, I felt so small. And I admired that man so much. Enrique Tarrio. FamilyFun.org. What's been done to these J6ers is outrageous. It's outrageous. You have a man in North Dakota that ran over a Trump supporter, got five years in prison. I was listening to the Twitter space where one of those men got 10 years for breaking a window. But the only way we defeat him is to go back to the man destroying America. Joe Biden will be back. Did you know that close to 90% of pharmaceuticals in the U.S. are produced outside of the U.S.? So what happens when the next global crisis strikes? Countries clamp down on exports, they stockpile, the prices of drugs rise, and the pharmaceutical shelves in America are empty. That's where the Wellness Company can help. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit holds eight life-saving medications that every American should keep 
in his or her home. If you have Tylenol, you should have this kit. The kit contains antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics like amoxicillin, ivermectin, z and more. It also includes a 22-page guidebook with instructions on safe usage. From benign tick bites to extreme bioterror events, every scenario is covered. Head to twc.health slash Prager and grab your medical emergency kit. That's twc.health slash Prager. Code Prager to save 10% at checkout. This is the emergency kit that you want to have on hand. Be safe, be prepared, and stay well. Kits are only available in the USA. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. Again, the number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. We're going over this column and actually just uh, going over Dennis's column for this week. If liberals voted their values, America would be saved. Uh, the power of the individual. I believe the individual is very important. I believe the left is absolutely trying to crush the individual. However, they do not live these values behind closed doors. The left leftists do not believe in leftism behind closed doors. They don't practice it. They practice conservatism and they impose leftism. Check them out. Literally, watch how the elites live. George Soros, as crazy as his behind is, he raises his son to do the same thing. I mean, they're both crazies, don't get me wrong, but they take care of their own within their family. They understand the importance of building wealth. They understand the importance of passing down values, even though their values are evil as all get out. By the way, I had some people texting me. We have some great talent here. AM 950, The Answer, The Answer, Orlando. Com, David Pollock, thank you. Matt Buff, American Adversaries, Roger Frank, Franklin Williams, Charles Hart. So check out our station, AM 950, The Answer, 94.9 FM, The Answer, Orlando.com. Um, I'm going to do this before because I, I, I've got a lot to say, but I want to I want to take a couple of calls. I think they are very important. Um, I wish one caller dropped off. I wish he would have stayed on talking about the liberal that can't be changed within their own household. I'm telling you, it's probably just a method. It's a matter of method. And we're going to have to figure this out because this is the only way that we're going to save the country. Again, I went from writing about political analysis with a biblical worldview, and I'm not even sure Christians, many Christians today would get it. I'm just being real with you. We have gone so far. We have slid so close to hell with gasoline draws on. I don't recognize my country in just a few short years. Just a few short years. Let's go to Jay. Jay has been waiting patiently. He's in Lake Forest, California. Jay, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Wow, Carl Jackson, thank you very much for taking my call. Um this is the first time that I've really listened to you for an extended period of time. I love your passion. You are a wise man. I was once um, a liberal back in the day, political science major from UCLA. So I had back in the 70s. Now that I look back, some of my professors were left leaning. But I always considered myself a liberal. And it wasn't until just a few short years ago that I, you know, became conservative. And in terms of this article, because I'm an avid Prager fan, I listen almost every day. I've been retired five cool. years. I've been listening to Prager for years and years and years. I think this is the most important article that he's ever written. Wow. And the reason why I say wow. that, the reason why I say that 
is because he really he just laid it out for us what our mission should be as conservatives. We're not going to turn a hardcore leftist. Would you agree with me on that, Carl? Yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Our I chance, agree. right? Our our chance of getting libs to vote for conservative candidates, just exactly as you put it. We have to convince them with love, with compassion, hear what they say, you know, and then if they listen to us, then hopefully we we can turn them. Uh, listen, I, I Jay, what what uh, what caused the the change? What 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 was your turning point? Oh, that's a great question. No, thanks for asking. Um, I've been living in South Orange County now for many years, and uh, I worked for uh, Los Angeles Unified School District most of my life. I was a special ed teacher, so most of um, I'm a I'm a New York City kid originally. Okay. So I'm used to buses. I'm used to buses, trains, you know, taxis. So sure. most of my commuting from South Orange County uh, to the West Side um, was by train, train and and subway and bus, and my okay. feet. So, but after a few years of that, I you know I I started driving more as as I got older. Sure. I started. I we got started about a minute driving. here, Jay. Okay. Yeah, I, I started driving. As I'm as I would drive home, I'm flipping through the dials because I I already know Prager. I'm flipping through the dial <laughs> and I ran I ran into a fellow by the name of Mark Levin. And Mark Levin, <laughs> okay. Mark Levin, Mark Levin turned me completely. And I don't need to say anything more than that because you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy. All right. Wow. That is that is fascinating, man. Yeah. Prager, you know, set me on the right course, but I didn't completely turn until until Levin, you know, I heard him in the radio. I thought, man, who is this guy? (laughs) So Prager laid the foundation and then Levin gave you the jolt. He gave me the jolt. All right. He is the good stuff, man. He is the great one, Carl. You keep it up and you're going to be the next great one. Hey, thank you, Jay. Appreciate you being out there, man. Thank you for listening. Uh, do we have enough time before the break to take one more call here, Sean? Okay, let's go to uh, Jake. Jake is in Brooklyn, New York. Jake, welcome to the Dennis Frager Show. You've got the mic. Yes. Hello there, um, Carl. I, I love hearing you. Um, I actually didn't realize it was you on the radio because uh, uh, I was watching on, on, uh, on online. Anyway, I had two comments. Um, okay, one is that I want to brag about my badge of honor. Um, I just got a 12-hour 12 12 suspension on Twitter. Okay. There's an article in Libs of TikTok um, regarding yes, the, the yes. idiotic the principal who got himself spanked, and I come at he deserves to yes. get spanked. Me, even he oh. even deserves to get flogged. Whoa! I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that this evening, but go right ahead. Okay. So I, I'm kind of he deserves to get flogged. Whoops! I think that either calling him an idiot or calling his donated his donors mor- morons or just commenting that he deserves to get flogged that may have, may have been the, the, the recent suspension. But I'm honored. Okay, that's one. Um, there's this idiotic article I wanted to comment about. The one from two weeks ago, Elections of Better Democracy by Adam Grant. Okay. okay. He, 
he has a bunch of crazy stuff in there. But there's one thing he mentioned there that I have been thinking about for a few months. I don't know why it took me six years to think of it, but. Um, you know, I, I get cheated of a good seat uh, my civics club by, by, by not being taught in high school, at least, how Congress works. Okay? Okay. And I, I think okay. my, academic, my academia was cheated. But it seems to me that before anyone should be able to run for office, they, they, he quotes a Greek idea that people, the people in the pool of random uh, government appointees uh, would be, have to pass some kind of exam. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's the I've been thinking about that for many weeks. And suddenly come, suddenly, you know, I'm sorry that, some, that, a, uh, that a lunatic came up with the same idea. It's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. We've got about a minute here, Brent. I'm sorry, okay, uh, okay. Jake, Brent, you're okay, up quick. next I'll after the break. 30 seconds, 30 okay, seconds, I'm sorry. It. The idea is people before running for office, people, candidates running for office, should be first have to pass an exam on physics, on physics rather, civics. You know how Congress works. You know how legislature works. You know how the executive branch works. You know the checks and balances. If you pass that exam, you have the right to run for office. Otherwise, I love it. Out. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I totally I totally agree with that. All right, we'll be back. Carl Jackson sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. We'll take more of your calls. 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776. And I promise I'll get to it. Marriage, mortgage, and the middle class. Welcome back to the show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. I see the calls lining up. Brent, I'll be going to you next. Hold on. I just want to make a couple of points here. Uh, Again, uh, we went over Dennis Prager's column. Make sure you read it. DennisPrager.com is where you can go to read the latest Dennis Prager column. Uh, To read all of his columns, frankly, you can go to DennisPrager.com. Make sure you support PragerU.com. Guys, if you have any, uh, any, I would say young children and college age, uh, college age students. I shouldn't say, yeah, if, if you have, if you have young men and women that are, that are getting ready to head off to college in college or actually even middle school, high school age, I would start, I would start them off on PragerU videos. They need to watch these videos. Uh, that way they kind of build up this resistance against the woke left as they prepare for higher education or just in life because the left has, let's face it, they have, they have uh, overwhelmed all of our institutions. They run virtually everything. They are the fascists while they sit here and call uh, Republicans fascists while they're the ones that use <laughs> big tech and big corporations to impose their views on the rest of us. It's the most insane thing. It just proves that public education in America completely sucks uh, at this point. Uh, so uh, make sure you check out PragerU videos. Man, was that a commercial for you or what? <laughs> anyway, PragerU.com. Please check out PragerU.com. Also, PragerTopia.com. You can check out uh, Dennis's uh, shows, his podcast, basically uninterrupted. So make sure you check that out. Also, Dennis and Julie. All right. So they uh, they came out with a podcast, their most recent, called Deep is Out. Uh, Dennis asked Julie if she knows uh, knows any women her age who acknowledge their physical beauty. Are men and women genuine in their uh, trivial exchanges? So you can find the answers to that in the latest Dennis and Julie podcast. Again, it is called Deep is Out, the Dennis and Julie podcast. So make sure that you check that out. Okay, so... 
Here's what I'd like to do. I've been talking to you about this issue of citizenship. I also want to talk about 10 ways in which to save the country, and we'll get into the breaking news of the day. One of the bigger stories of the day is obviously this impeachment inquiry that is going to be started upon Joseph Biden. Now, quite frankly, I think Kevin McCarthy feels a little eased because if you've been paying attention to some of the headlines in the last couple of weeks, it sounds like the left really wants to throw Joe Biden under the bus. And I tweeted yesterday, and I believe this is to be true. I believe this to be true. Yesterday was a very, very bad look for President Robert L. Peters. Uh, the fact that he did not show up uh, in New York City um, it was a very, very bad look. And it had to be painful uh, for the uh, for the victims' families uh, that were at the uh, 9-11 site yesterday. Had to be painful that their president doesn't care that Islamic jihadists attacked our nation and killed their family members. Almost as if uh, Robert Ware, another pseudonym, or J.R.B. Ware, wanted to move on. Almost as if he wanted to pretend as if Islamic terrorists aren't a threat any longer. But the real terrorists supposedly are these white supremacists. By the way, his homeboys used to be some of the most racist people in the Senate. But he never gets caught on it. This guy said some of the most racist stuff you could ever imagine, but he doesn't get caught on it. Why doesn't he get caught on it? Because the left really doesn't care about people. They don't care about black people. They don't care about gay people. They don't care about trans people, except as far as they can use them. They don't love them. We do. We do. We love the individual. We value the individual as conservatives, as constitutionalists. We want to see how far God will take them if they so choose to live out their dreams. That God has given them, that he has instilled in them. And that isn't to say that some people grow up, some people grow up in harsh societies. I get that. I get that. I get that. But still, you value the individual. The left doesn't do that. They don't do that. And sadly, they're synonymous with the Democrat Party. So you have to decide, are you going to be a citizen or a serf? Let's talk about the middle class. The left hates the middle class. They absolutely hate the middle class. Middle class Marriage, mortgage, mortgage, just meaning home ownership. So the left hates the middle class. The left, what they like to do is they 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 like to uh, you'll see Democrats do it all the time. There's a caller here waiting right now. Republicans are after handouts for the rich. No wonder libs won't join them. You hear this kind of nonsense all the time. Be happy to take your call. But this is the nonsense that exists out there. There's not a lot of heavy thinking when it comes to the left or the Democrat Party. It's just who should I hate? Who should I hate? Not who should I love? What not and what what not what good ideas should I grasp onto? Who should I hate? Who should I hate? Who should I hate? That's all the left has. That's all the Democrat Party is about is hate. If you want to hate somebody, join the Democrat Party. That's all they're about. But why does the left hate the middle class? Why is it Rich versus poor, oppressor versus oppressed, exploiter versus the exploited. I'll talk about that next. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. We'll be back in a few. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. Again, that number, one 8 Prager 776, 1-8-Prager-776. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson. I just want to take the time real quickly again to thank Dennis Prager for allowing me and trusting me behind his microphone as well as his lovely wife, Sue. Sean McConnell has, uh, is in my ear. 
Uh, I want to thank Alan Estrin for, again, uh, reaching out to me and giving, giving me the opportunity. He is the producer of the Dennis Prager program. Gabe Cassiano has my back right here at AM 950, The Answer, Orlando.com, The Answer, Orlando.com, or 94.9 FM. All right, and we've been talking about Dennis Prager's latest column. We've been talking about the power of the individual. That's a very important idea and concept to me because the individual, uh, it, 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 the individual is so important because uh, the left wants to wipe away the responsibility that an individual has. The left also wants, and when I say the left, I do mean the Democrat Party because I do believe that they're synonymous. They want to wipe away free will. They want you to believe that uh, the only way that you could accomplish anything, it seems to me, is through government. They want to totally eradicate God. And even if you even if you're an atheist or or an agnostic, it is important to have uh, something that you believe in that is higher than yourself. The government wants to wipe all of that out. And the only thing that you believe in that's higher than yourself is government. Ironically, you pay for that government. Having said that, let's go back to my caller, Mark. Uh, Mark, I appreciate you waiting uh, so patiently. Mark is calling from Los Angeles, California. Uh, Mark, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Uh, you got the mic. Yeah, hi, Mark. Uh, so, uh, listen, I actually think Republicans can get the vote of liberals and more moderate people. Actually, I know a lot of people that would vote Republican if they were offered moderate positions on anything. They all tell me the same thing. They don't believe in the religious extremism, the bigotry, the the economic extremism. Wait, give me. Okay, so Mark, th- they don't agree with. Anything. Hold on, Mark, Mark. Okay, so we we have to. I, I'm going to need you to drill down on this because this is very important, and I want you to understand that I'm not coming at you, but I, but I but I do want to say something. You're being respectful. There I is. That. I understand. You're being okay, so okay, so it, it, let, let me let me just say I'm going to say something that's going to blow your mind. There is no such thing as a Republican extremist. There's no such thing. And the argument, it's a a false one. It's a false premise that if Republicans would moderate. Now, let's go back to each specific thing that you mentioned. What did you mention? And then I need you to provide me a specific example because that is the only way that we can have a decent conversation. Okay, let's go to religious extremism. So Democrats believe in separation of church and state. Republicans, extremists. Do not. They have actually in, instituted the Ten Commandments, commandments being posted at public schools in Texas. They've done several things okay. similar to that. They, they, they demand that schools now endorse religious activity in public. Mark, let me let me let me let me prove. No, no, they're not. And I'll, I'll, I'll prove it to you. Do you believe in lying? Uh no, I think uh, lying should be okay. So, Mark, hold on. Just, I, I just, I, I just want you to go with me. These are going to be yes or no questions. I'm going to prove okay. that the, no, the arguments are just that. false. Okay. Uh, do you think it's right for a man to sleep with another man's wife? No. Okay. Uh, do you think that it's right to bust somebody upside the head and steal like a lot of people do in Los Angeles? Of course not. Okay, do you think that people should be respectful to their parents that wiped their behinds when they were babies? To a degree, yes. Okay, do you believe that the Democrat Party should uh, uh, should be able to force people that can't afford electric vehicles to buy electric vehicles that they can't afford even if they're poor? Oh, you know, I think that should be, I, I don't agree with forcing purchases of anything. I agree with you there. 
Okay. So, Mark, listen, I, I can go point for point for point. You just proved to me that you believe in the Ten Commandments. Uh, honestly, the Ten Commandments, this is, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to put you down, Mark, but I want you to understand something. This is a false argument that I hear all the time. Everybody believes in the Ten Commandments because they are instinctive. If your child lies to you, if your boss lies to you, if your employee lies to you, if your spouse lies to you, you want to call them on it. If you're cheated on, you are hurt. If somebody robs, if somebody steals, we all believe in the Ten Commandments. That is just a false argument. And this is why I say Republicans have to start making these. I'm sorry. Everybody. There's no such thing. I I, I wish Republicans were stronger. They're not. There's no such thing as a Republican extremist. But the way that Republicans have been portrayed, you said Republicans are for, are for the rich. I, I'll, I'll prove to you. Yeah. First off, I, I, I'm going to encourage you to do this, Mark, and with all of your friends, because you sound like a really good guy. You sound like a really good guy. I want you to, to research for yourself. Don't believe me. The richest representatives in Washington, D.C., which represent the richest districts in the United States, the vast majority are Democrats. They are the wealthiest of the wealthy. You have so, the tax cuts, how is, jobs. How is that at, relevant, though? I don't, I don't understand. I'll, I'll tell relevant. you. I'll tell Go you ahead. how it's relevant. I'll tell you how it's relevant, because those representatives represent districts. Those representatives often represent districts. Now, some of them are small business owners and so on, et cetera, but they often represent districts that are the wealthiest of the wealthiest districts. The wealthiest districts in the United States are Democratic districts run by Democrats. That's just a fact. So it's well, funny to me. Okay. Let me give you one fact really, really quick. All the Republicans okay. have done over the last 40 years is shift the tax burden to the middle class and poor. And proof is Donald Trump, his tax cuts actually shifted it. So, so the top 1% for the first time in history paid less of a percentage of their actual income than the bottom 50%. And that was the okay, first now Mark, time in, in all history. I'm, I'm and not, the way they do that, go ahead. Mark, I'm sorry. That, that isn't even true. And frankly, it doesn't even make sense. First off, when, when, you, when, you, when you make the argument tax cuts, what, what are taxes? Let's be real. What are taxes? revenue for the government who pays the who okay so so it's your money going to the government so when people say tax cuts okay our money going to the government all right so it's our money our money mark our money so when a politician says tax cuts that you should be saying thank you because these rich evil punks in washington dc blow our money so yes i should be getting some of my money and and quite frankly, I'm sorry, Mark, I don't give a flip who's rich. I hope you become rich. I want to become rich. That's none of your damn business, to be honest with you. And quite frankly, if you read the Tax Cuts Jobs Act, if you read it, one of the things that Trump did, which I thought was wrong and immoral, was he penalized the rich and he gave middle class tax cuts. That's why businesses... Businesses even got, yeah, some businesses even got tax cuts. You know what they did? Do you remember the headlines? Businesses were giving employees bonuses. The left couldn't stand it. The left couldn't stand it. And then you know what the Democrat Party did. Do you know what the, they caused these lockdowns? And Mark, go, you're in Los Angeles, man. 
You, you know, the biggest, I, I think it's Los Angeles that lost, or California, that lost the largest amount of middle-class small businesses as a result of the Democrat lockdowns. But you know who thrived, Mark? Because Democrats locked your state down. The Biggest companies, the richest companies, because of Democrat policies. This is right in front of your face, Mark. It's right in front of your face, man. Come on, bro. Why I gotta go. Tax All right. Expired. What do you mean? The tax? What do you? Okay. All right. I'm getting ready to get into that, Mark. I want you to expired. stay tuned. You sound, you sound, you sound like a, you sound like a good dude. Tax cuts for everybody. You just want it to be fair. Tax cuts for everybody. I, I'm it's down for a flat tax. tax. Are you down for a flat tax? You are you down for? Okay, I'll, I'll explain that because that's a that's a that's terrible. That's a that's a false argument. So I'll I'll break that down too. But I got to go, Mark. I appreciate you being out there. I'm so glad you're listening. Um, I know that I got a little, uh, but but I'm sorry. Your 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 tax cuts. If your tax cuts expired. Who's in office? But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's no doubt that the Biden administration is gaffling Americans. There's no doubt about it. Of course, I, I mean, with inflation, your money is worthless. I mean, not worthless, but it's worth a lot less under Biden. Honestly, there's no such thing as a Republican extremist. I encourage Republicans to fight back against this nonsense. It doesn't exist. And everybody follows the Ten Commandments. Everybody does. You know why? Because it's written. They're written on our hearts. It's really that simple. We'll be back. All right, uh, Mike, I'll be going to you next. But let me finish this up with the middle class. And I want to get to some some solutions here. At least get through as many uh, as I can. Uh, but again, uh, the left does uh, the left does hate the middle class. They want to destroy the middle class. The a stable, robust middle class is very important. Uh, for one, uh, the presence of the robust middle class prevents the wealthier from getting too wealthy, where you can no longer chase after them. That's exactly the society the left is trying to create with their religion, climate change, with their religion when it comes to COVID. You gotta worship government. You gotta worship whatever they say. That's exactly what they're trying to do. They're using these. Uh, uh, they're 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 using COVID. They're using climate in order to get wealthier and to make you poor. That's exactly what the lockdown did. They accomplished exactly what they wanted. They knocked out a bunch of small middle class business people that were hiring people that were in their. Uh, uh, in their class, economically speaking, that's what that's what the lockdowns did. Also, a robust middle class, again, prevents the elite from getting wealthier and wealthier. But it also create or prevents politicians from catering to the poor. That's what the that's what the Democrat Party and the left wants to do. Well, Carl, you the, the, the government should cater uh, should cater to the poor. Actually, that's not generosity. That's that. That's what you should do. If you have somebody that's poor in your family or if you pass by somebody that you can afford to take care of, that's what you should do. We shouldn't rely on the government to do it. 
And frankly, there's so much theft when it comes to these programs. It's absolutely insane. That isn't to say there shouldn't be a safety net. So no calls on that. That's not what I'm arguing. I do believe that when people fall on rough times, sometimes they should get help. My family has been there when I was a kid. Again, I've told this story many a times where my family on a couple occasions, my parents, we got on welfare. They told us we were getting on welfare. The minute that we were off, my dad was so proud to say, guys, we needed that help for a short period of time, but now we're done with it. I'm going back to work, so on, et cetera. I, I remember having that conversation or that my dad having that conversation with myself and my brothers on, on a couple of, if not a few occasions. So it's not that I am against it, but you don't want the poor to grow poorer and the poor communities to grow larger. But the left does. The Democrat Party does because they need a dependency class. The Democrat Party, the left is only successful. Listen to me. The left is only successful when you are unsuccessful or if you're mad and angry because they can use your anger and then they can they can shift that anger or focus your anger anger on certain policy where they get what what they want. That's what the left does. So they hate the middle class. Think about this. They also hate they also hate mortgages. I want you to think about it in this way. Victor Davis Hanson wrote about this. Very brilliant. Being in charge of your own destiny combines the mental and the physical. I want you to think about this. It combines the mental and the physical. Mike, I promise I'll get to you shortly. The mental and the physical. We used to have that in farmers, right? So the left will try to pretend today, you know, you'll, 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 you see it all the time. You see it all the time. Democrats will talk about this whole dunk farmer, this podunk farmer, this dumb redneck and this and that. Man, a lot of these people in New York City, Los Angeles, they can't hold a candle to some of these people that grow up in these podunk towns. Because a lot of these people have to work with both their hands and their minds. Farmers are one of them. You think people just go out and get dirty? They don't have to think. Of course they have to think. They have to think strategically. They have to think about their property. They have to think about how much fertilizer they're going to need to grow X amount of crops, X amount of grain, so on, etc. Do I choose this pro, uh, this produce? What will give me the most bang for my buck? Uh, how long will this grow? They have to do a lot of thinking that people in cities don't have to do. But we don't have as many farmers today. And think in a trucker. The independent trucker, I'm not talking about UPS or all, all these guys. I'm not knocking them, but I'm not talking about them. But think about the independent tr- trucker that travels across the state or travels across the country. He's got to figure out. He's got to work with his hands. He's got to work with his mind. He's got to figure out how much gas do I need? Which jobs should I take? So on, etc. We are eliminating that when you eliminate the middle class. That is exactly what the left wants. But and then we're doing something different because... Because now, with the farmer virtually gone in the United States of America, sadly, the home ownership has kind of taken over that 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 uh, that mental and that physical aspect. If you're an owner of a home, what do you do? You work to take care of your home. You work to you work on that investment. You 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 want to make sure that that asset grows. You keep it clean, you keep it nice, you keep the lawn done, so on, etc. You paint it when it needs to be done. You fix the bathroom when it needs to be done, so on, etc. So now you have people with home ownership 
They're kind of doing, in, 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 in a sense, the mental and the physical like the farmers used to do. But did you know that home mortgages, it's a lot harder to get into homes now with the Biden administration. This is intentional. With this Biden inflation, this is intentional. They don't want you to own a home. In about 2000, we hit a peak on home ownership. During the Trump administration, it went up. I believe it was about another 5%. So more people, middle-class people, were getting homes. Did you guys know that it's down to about 60% again under the Biden administration? Did you know that? Fewer people can afford to, afford to buy a home. That's intentional. That is intentional. More people are renting. And obviously, if you rent, and this isn't the case with all renters, all right? But generally speaking, you're not going to care about the property as much as you do when you own it. It's not a mental and physical workout for you as, as much as it is with ownership. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776 is the number to call in. All right, uh, let's go to Mike. Mike has been waiting patiently in Detroit. Mike, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. You know, you know, th- this mark, he kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier, because if you look at the deep state, the mainstream media and the Democratic Party, they're pretty effective at character assassination and demonizing and dehumanizing their enemies. You know, what they've done to Trump and the deplorables, basket, that's us, the middle class that produce everything, you know. But I think he might be surprised at these horrendous constituencies that really are making the policies under the umbrella of the Democratic Party. If they came out in the sunlight, uh, the vast majority, uh, the large majority of American citizens with any common sense would reject them immediately. I mean, look at these these creatures under the protection of the, the Democratic Party. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I, I appreciate the call. That is the goal. Uh, that is certainly the goal. That's what the left does. They try to dehumanize you. I have a couple of calls out there. You ignored uh, true church and state debate. No official U.S. Re- there is no official U.S. religion. First off, this is a Judeo-Christian nation. If you don't like it, leave. That is our constitution. But nobody forces anyone to go to church. There is no one going to your front door and saying, you better go to a synagogue. Uh, you better go to mass. You better go to an evangelical church on Sunday. It doesn't exist. And there is no separation of church and state on the, in, in, the, in the constitution. It's not happening. I'm so tired of that argument. I'm not even wasting my time with that call. I'm sorry. Another one says, you cherry-picked. Uh, do you know what the uh, what the first commandment is to 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 not have a uh, another God before the one and only God? I mean, the the Democrat Party is a cult. So I didn't cherry pick. I didn't cherry pick. I just uh, you're, you're talking about a Democrat Party that is an absolute cult, a Democrat Party that doesn't go to church, but wants you to follow their religion of climate change and get jabs. And they feel virtuous and moral because they got jabs and you didn't. 
a Democrat party that calls you an extremist when they're willing to support a party that's willing to kill a baby when the baby is damn near born. And then when you say, listen, uh, six weeks, six weeks, you know what I mean? On a state level, because that's the that's the law of the land. You can do whatever you want in your state. You can vote for whatever craziness you want in your state. But you have a governor like DeSantis that says, listen, I don't think this should go beyond six weeks. He's an extremist. He's an extremist. But the chick and the dude that kills a baby when they're ready to be born or not, I, I, I just don't I don't buy into these liberal arguments. The Democrat Party is a cult. It's become a cult. It's 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 sick. So I, I'm sorry. I, I just don't have the patience for that. So I want to go ahead and move on. Appreciate you guys calling in. But I'm not dealing with these same fake behind talking points. Um, all right. Now. Another thing that the left does, another thing that the left does. So the left wants to destroy the middle class. They want to destroy home ownership, private property, uh, so on, etc. They want to destroy the mortgage because uh, the mortgage, the home ownership, it gives you this mental and this physical combination, right? You have to think things through, but you have this asset that's growing. That's one of the things that the middle class is able to provide. And the left wants to completely destroy that. That's what they do. That's what they do. It's it's sad to me. I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm getting a little frustrated because I, I it's sad to me that the left has been so good. The Democrat Party just destroying common sense. And convincing you that your neighbor, the reason why, uh, do, do you expect a religious man to go out and rape somebody? Do you to rob somebody? It, it, it's amazing, right? The Democrat Party has taught their voters to hate someone that loves America, that loves church. You may disagree with it. I don't give a flip. You know, to hate them more than you hate a robber. I, I, I mean, it's it's insane. It's insane. I love the Democrat Party. I love you enough to tell the truth. I love you enough to tell the truth. It's as simple as that. All right. Marriage. Another another way that you help build citizenship. And that's what I should have been saying. Citizenship. You build citizenship through marriage, through mortgages, home ownership, property rights, so on, et cetera, and by a robust middle class. The next thing I want to get into is marriage and the and 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 the birth rate, the the population birth rate. That's Pretty important. I'll touch on that. And then 10 Steps to Save America. I'll go through as many as I can, as quickly as I can. Carl Jackson for in for Dennis Prager. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'll take a couple of calls and I'm going to get on to the 10 steps that are needed to save America. Let's go to Gary. Gary's in Cleveland, Ohio. Gary, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Hi, Carl. Uh, you're doing a great job filling in. I love your enthusiasm and your passion. Um, on the whole church and state issue, um, the, the, le- the left and the Democrats always use a straw man argument on that issue. They, they stick things in there because they're anti-religion, but the whole point of that church and state was so, like you said earlier, there wasn't an official religion to oversee the uh whole country you know yeah so I'm, I'm just 
I'm just tired of them using that argument all the time, and I wish there was a guy like Dennis or, or you or somebody that could spend a half hour on it and explain what the real issue there is in the whole church state. It's not about, like, keeping the Ten Commandments out of a courtroom or out of the schoolroom. It's just about not making one religion an official religion of the country, yes. like in England. Church of England was the church, the official church, and kind of ran things, you know? You know what, so Gary, all- listen, that is... No, that that is a that is a good point. I'm glad I took your call. I actually thought you were coming from an, another angle, so forgive me. Oh, no, I'm glad no, I took I your call. You. <laughs> you're 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 absolutely right, and maybe that's something that I need to do. It it seems so simple. You would think that people would get it by now, but they obviously right. don't teach this stuff in public schools or in government government schools anymore, Gary. So yeah, that's what it problem. is. Yeah. All right. Well, All right thank Carl. you. Thank you for being out there. God bless you. All right, Dave in Erie, Pennsylvania. Dave, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Hi, Carl. Hey, uh, hey. I think that there's an ace in the hole that the conservatives have that a lot of people don't think about. I talked to some Amish men that put their roof on my house. And yeah. They they build sheds. They build put roofs on houses. They put up yeah. buildings. And they said they're tired of the Biden taxes. And they said that they're going to be registering to vote by the thousands, and they're going to be wow. voting for Trump. That you know what, uh, you know what, Dave. Listen, I appreciate the call. You know what's funny about that? I used to love going to a local furniture store. They made, uh, they had all wood uh, furnishings, natural wood. Some were painted. Some you could paint or stain yourself. Uh, and one of their suppliers were the Amish. Uh, and then they had a couple of a uh, uh, couple of other businesses, I believe, from the Midwest or Michigan area that supplied them with some of their products. And I loved going to them. I bought a couple of pieces for them. The next thing I know, I mean, obviously the lockdowns hit, uh, and they were out of business because the big boys next to them were allowed to stay in business while, while they weren't. I, I, I mean, it was just insane to watch this stuff. Now they did last a little while afterwards. Uh, but people were so like scared for a while. It was just insane. But anyway, having said that, um, I appreciate the calls. Listen, here's how you save America. Ten steps, uh, courtesy of Victor Davis Hanson from American Greatness. This has been a while, but the same is the same is true today. You have to cut the national debt. I'm just going to go through these, and then I'm going to try to go through as many as I can. Cut the national debt. You've got to secure the border. You've got to tap natural resources. You've got to oppose discrimination. I'm not talking about CRT, all right? But you've got to oppose discrimination from everyone and anyone, all right? Disrupt and reform higher education um, is something that has to be done. Revive the armed forces so we don't have these woke military forces. And by the way, give Senator uh, uh, Tuberville a call and, and thank him. For what he's doing. I'm sorry. I know the right is going after him. Some on the right. Uh, the left are definitely going after him. Uh, but it makes no sense for a military uh, that that protects liberty and protects life uh, to be paying to kill life. I'm sorry. These people can be promoted and can and can be passed along. He's willing to vote for these people separately, but not with the abortion issue uh, 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 intact on a bill. It, it, I mean, this is this is just simple. I, and, and I'm so tired of Republicans bashing the guy uh, instead of bashing the guy. Why don't you guys stand up 
for righteousness, for God's sakes, for once. Drives me nuts. Fixed voting. Shouldn't take a new senator to come in and do it. Fixed voting. Drain the swamp. Um, up in the welfare state. And I hate to say it, we didn't drain the swamp last time. That's got to happen. Uh, restore norms. So let's go through as many of these as we can. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. All right, so first, cut the national debt. Obviously, listen, when we have debt like we do, absolutely insane. The value of your dollar is going down. All of this stuff you're going to eventually pay for. Your children, your grandchildren are going to eventually pay for. Right now, the debt is at $31 trillion. That is about 123% of the current GDP. Actually, it's higher than that now. This was in December of 2022. The liabilities are unsustainable. We run annual deficits of $1.6 trillion. Annual deficits. Annual deficits. And mind you, the deficit is not the, the debt. All right? The debt is over $31 trillion, annual deficits of over $1.6 trillion. We're not paying this stuff down. These financial obligations will eventually ensnare the rising interest rates to service the debt crowd out of essential spending for national defense and a general welfare. I forgot to share with you the third M real quickly, marriage. When people, marriage, people are getting married older. It used to be, the average used to be 21 years of age, I believe, or or thereabouts. Now it's about 29 years of age and it's creeping up. The problem with people getting uh, married older and fewer people getting married is uh, the the, the birth rate. The birth rate is declining. So we went from 2.1% in America to 1.7%. I know it's not sexy, all right, Uh, but... But because of that, we're going to end up like China. We're going to end up like China where uh, where basically you have an aging, an aging group of people and no replacement from a younger generation. So some of you are going to be stuck in nursing homes with no one to help wipe your behinds. That's what's going to end up happening. And also with marriage and, and children, a lot of people were more comfortable having children when they got out of debt. All of this stuff plays in. They got out of debt. They bought a house. They got married. They had kids. The left is destroying all of that. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. How much time did you say we have, Sean? 1-8-Prager-776. We'll wrap up with some of these points after the break. Ten steps to save America. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 